0: Let's get after it, Bryn. Welcome to Full Stack. Um, first of all, just introduce yourself to everyone and yeah, what you nice. get up to. Nice one, thank you.
1: So uh, yeah, I'm Bryn Trotter. I am a senior consultant at Periculo. Um, I deal with a couple of customers at the moment. I deal with our Cyber Essentials and our Cyber Essentials Pluses. Um, on top of that, a medical device company. I do a lot of their product releases for that as well um apart from that i just kind of pick up odd bits and pieces really so i'm part of the iso 27001 like process for at least one company yep. customer and i do a couple of, like if there's bits and bobs that need doing i'm doing them you do it all the time. <laughs> yeah you do
0: everything the man that does everything many hats in cyber security um what well, cyber essentials just give a brief little thing of cyber essentials yeah
1: so a... effectively it's just organizational security so <clears throat> you might if you've got business, you might say, okay, how do I like start on a benchmark down the road to a decent security posture within that organisation? So the easiest way for you to do that is to do something like Cyber Essentials, which effectively gives you the kind of foundation to a decent security posture. So yeah, yeah. it's making sure your laptops are up to date, things like that, making sure that your mobile devices are secure, your servers are secure, you've got general processes in place for role-based access control for so like, access control for each user stuff yeah. of that nature
0: nice great you enjoying it
1: yeah yeah it's um i kind of do one at a time so it's like yeah. one might come in for a cyber essentials which is a self-assessment questionnaire and that will take me how long it takes me to do it but when it's done it's done you know you've signed off that customer yeah. they're compliant they've got their certificate you move on to the next one whereas a lot of the work that you do in cybersecurity is very much like you stay with that customer for a long period of time. Yeah. So like so our biggest customers or any of them that like need us for a long time, they're dealing with, or sorry, need us for like uh, multiple projects or need us for something like ISO 27001, which is like a yearly recertification type thing. Yeah. Whereas something like Cyber Essentials, although it's yearly, you just deal with it in one small package and you move on. So different dynamic and I prefer it that way because at least when you're done, you're done. Whereas, cyber, uh, sorry, uh, ISO 27001, you're always going to have another supplier evaluation to do. You're always going to have another business impact analysis. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: sweet. Mate, I'm well looking forward to this one. <laughs> oh, this is great. You're giving me goosebumps. <coughs> um, right. Let's um, talk about how you got to Pericola now and how you are fulfilling these roles. So have you had any previous jobs yeah. in IT? Do you, want, do you want the long
1: story or the short story? Mate, give me the this. long one. <laughs>
0: You've broken mic. my mic. Oh, just twist a little bit there. That's all right. No, you're good. Let's go. Buckle in, people. <laughs> right. uh, where do I begin? Um, I might have to get like the uh, Star Wars thing on this, just a little in clip, you know what I mean? You know, where it zooms through the uh, intro <laughs> bit. Know. Where it zooms oh, through the yeah, star. Yeah, I do know what you're about. The galaxy far, far <laughs> away. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe. maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, I reckon. So the easiest place for me to start this is like five years ago um so that was 2018 i'm working at a company um and i'm basically doing data entry i've done like so before that i had done like loads of different things i come from university um and then from university i was putting handbrakes in crvs i was manufacturing um cars and then yeah from there i said look this this isn't for me there's not enough going on so i was like okay i'm gonna go and join the navy that was my next like nice, big yeah. adventure because I didn't know what to do with myself. Yeah, it seemed like a good option. Yeah. So I'm. I've done the medical. I'm working at a place and just doing data entry while I'm training and eating and doing everything that I need to do to try and get myself there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm doing data entry. I've I've done my medical. I've done like the initial like steps towards the navy. I'm kind of waiting for a date to go. Yeah. And out of the blue, this. Um, what well, someone I've been seeing calls me up and says, oh, I'm I'm pregnant. So I'm like in a situation yeah. where I don't, I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean? Um, and from there, I had the decision, do I stay with my, like, do I stay with my girlfriend and my kids? Yeah, yeah. Or do I go and join the Navy? Do I raise my kids? Do I, do you know what I mean? What yeah, do yeah. I do? So I was like, kind of in panic mode. And then kind of just made the decision I was going to stay around. But I was like, I need... I need to make some money. Like, what, 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 what am I yeah. going to do? I've got no experience. I've got a Mickey Mouse degree in drawing and print, I think it was called. Mate, drawings are sick though. that. Sorry. The drawings
0: sorry. are well good though. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Mickey Mouse degree. <laughs>
1: it, do <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, in yeah, the, in yeah, the real okay. world, it's hard to get yeah. a job in those kind of areas. Um, then there isn't any utility in yeah. drawing pictures, really. Um, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, I'm kind of scared i don't know what to do i've got no money i'm earning 16k or something i've got a kid on the way i'm i've moved back in with my parents i'm like what am i going to do with myself Mm. so i'm like let's get the most the highest paying job that i can find which happened to be somewhere where i was doing like i was doing a lot of customer service but it was like a financial position as well okay yeah so i was a credit controller if you know what that is I'm basically chasing people for invoices. Yeah. Anyone who knows what a credit controller is on this podcast will immediately not like me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and so they turn off, So Yeah, they're like, oh, not this might guy. Might just blank that whole <laughs>
1: section, say someone else. <laughs> um, so I was doing that for a little while, and I found myself in a position where the only way for me to move up in the business is for the manager to leave. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's nowhere for me to go, apart from they said that I could go into sales if I wanted to. So I was like, all right. Let's go and find the next highest paying job that I can find. At which point I was sat in a service desk, so an IT service desk. Yeah, um, and that was just now <clears throat> was just customer service. Like, uh, well, there were two sides to the service desk, right? I don't know if you know much about how service no, desks operate, really. but so. in small in small companies, it's like your customer service, right? You just have yeah. a group of people who take calls for whatever the business is. And then with a service desk, what you might have is five different parts of the business that that you will take calls for. So, like, let's say you've got one contract that's for a farming company. You've got one contract for a uh, mechanics. You've got one contract for a building site, housing estate, whatever. And then all of those calls go into a central desk. So that would be your service desk, right? As opposed to just your customer service unit. So we had a service desk and I was part of a day team. There was a night team as well. Um, And my day team dealt with one lot of contracts. The night team dealt with another lot of contracts, but there was some overlap and we all helped each other. So I'm working there on the day team. The supervisor who I was working with left to join a different company. Long story short, there was a problem with budgets. And so they hired someone when they... Put the service desk together from the old service desk into the supervisor position for where I was, but they dealt with the different contracts. So there became three people. There became basically no supervisor dealing with the business unit that I was dealing with. Yeah. So I kind yeah. of stepped into that role, um, and I was doing that for probably five, six months, and then I approached management and I was like, "Can I get some sort of subsidies for doing this?" I'm doing. At this point, I'm like, "My I probably had one of the highest." like ticket resolution stats in the company. I'm um, like, I think, uh, so I was, having, I was having meetings with the developers. I was having meetings with like third line application support. I was doing second line. I was getting paid on service desk. Like I was just routing calls. I was doing like technical work, like detailed yeah. technical work. I was resolving probably in excess of a hundred tickets every month. A lot of them being like service requests and little things, but still I was like, in terms of the volume of work I was doing was like insane. There were other people on the desk who were doing like, five. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Not like difficult stuff either, but you learn a lesson from everyone, don't you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so anyway, I approached them, said, look, can I get something for it? They were like, it's not in the budget. Obviously the supervisor they hired was dealing with a different contract. So it was all very like political. And you, I'm sure you, we've all been in that situation where you feel like you're not getting your worth yeah. and you're not sure what to do about it. But anyway, um, I ended up getting approached by the operations manager for the business unit that I was working on, and she offered me a role in third line application support. So I went straight from service desk being just sitting on the phones, being a, like whatever that is, to then going straight into third line technical application support. So I became like an imposter immediately. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know what I mean. Um, but I was I was always going to take the role. They put me on a junior salary, but they didn't call me a junior, which is great. Yeah. So my CV looked amazing. Yeah. It looked like I just jumped through, like five years worth of hoops. Yeah, yeah. Um, So I was doing that for a bit. I had a guy called Joe who I was working with. He pretty much taught me everything. I know about IT now, so Joe, if you're listening. (laughs) Shout out, Joe. (laughs) Yeah, big, like, honestly. People like Joe, this guy called Farah as well, who was the developer who I worked with. And without those two people, those two like key people in IT, I wouldn't be working where I am now, I wouldn't know what I know now, I wouldn't be doing what I do now. And Both of those people just took a chance with me. Do you know what I mean? They just, they needed help, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I was doing that, doing that for a bit. Um, so I started doing some database stuff, started kind of just like exploring what else was available. So if I had free time, if I had downtime, because when you're working in support, if you've got tickets, great, you're busy. Yeah. If you don't have tickets, there's nothing to do. Yeah. But you don't have too much value if there's nothing coming in. And I mean, everyone's goal within like an IT environment is to not need support. Yeah. To have an application that works fine yeah, yeah. always. So anyway... I found myself in a position where I was looking for other stuff to do, I was looking for um, what else I could kind of get into. And at that point, I was approached for a DevOps position. Now, I didn't ever find my way into that DevOps position because while I was training for that and while I was doing that kind of stuff, I then got approached by Corey to say there's a job going here. Shout out, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, again, without Corey, I wouldn't be here. Um, and yeah, he just said, look, there's a job going here. It's a great opportunity. Are, like, the package is amazing. The things that they offer is amazing. It was a big pay cut for me to go from where I was to here. But sometimes life ain't about money, is it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So 100%. that's how I found my way into this role. But I mean, the easiest way to describe it and the short answer is I just chase the money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, didn't have a, I didn't have a passion. I didn't wake up one morning and think, I want to be a cybersecurity engineer, which I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this might might feel that way. But for me personally, just the luck of the draw, I ended up
0: here because this was where the money was and this is what I was good at. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and you're very good at it. I sit opposite you and I hear you on these calls and stuff. Um, I spoke to Corey about like uh, flow and how people, when they've got a challenge and how they enjoy their work, just hit this state of... Flow when I hear you on like these calls and stuff, you're just unreal. Yeah. I and mean, then when you talk to me about stuff as well, like you're like, mate, you got a blank expression on your face. What are you talking about? And I'm like, I'm just trying to process everything you said because <laughs> you're like up here, like next level in like technical stuff and yeah, like, no, the I apologize and stuff. No, that's cool. It like, like as I'm sure you can tell, like my thought trail just like gets yeah. Out of and me. I love it when you drop me messages. It's like one message, two messages, three messages, four messages, and then like, it's like a massive paragraph <laughs> in the story. Like, it's how we can improve everything, and like, oh, this is a great idea, and stuff like that. So, no, you are worth your weight in gold in this company, mate. No, appreciate I it. Can see that. Um, <clears throat> so, in previous jobs, you learned a lot of skills, was that? And so you said you took some time when you weren't so busy, like doing your ticketing roles, like looking up stuff, learning stuff. Um, did you gain any, like, qualifications and stuff that...
1: Yes, yeah, so, I mean, while, while I was working in the service desk, uh, I got my ITOOL um, version 4, which is, like, uh, support, organisational support, mm. so change management, incident management, that kind of stuff, um, and kind of how businesses operate, in a sense, for lack of a better way of yeah. describing it. And to be honest, this is something that I've recommended to other people who've talked to me about going into cybersecurity. I've said, look, this isn't cybersecurity-based, this certificate. It has nothing, not very little to do with cybersecurity. But in terms of how IT organizations work, it's invaluable. You have the, the thing is you could look, you could know all of the technical details for how to do, like, how to arm a firewall, how to do whatever, whatever the task is that you need to do, do you know what I mean? Like set up API servers, build websites, whatever it is. But if you have no idea how an organization operates, like the business to business level how, of how it all operates, how are you gonna know which stakeholder to get hold of when something goes wrong? How are you gonna know that in order to get the web application firewall turned on, you have to raise a change request that has to go through an approval process do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you could know all the policies, and yeah, that would help you along the way. But just having that initial background really helped me. That yeah. that ISOL certificate. So I got that, and it was an Azure application that I was supporting. So I was I got like four or five Microsoft certificates. It was a Dynamics app. Um, <clears throat> I got the data, the Microsoft data. Well, basically, there's a load of free yeah. like data. Sorry, a free Microsoft. Um, like courses you can do online. So I did like four or five of those. Yeah, nice. Nothing, you can see my CV, it's all online. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, so I, that's like kind of my, my background. And then from here, I just, whatever, whatever I needed to fit the job role. Yeah. So I remember Harry said to me, you need to get security plus, uh, CompTIA security plus for one of the contracts. Because um, the person who I was taking over from left. And he gave me a week. And he was like, just do it. He's like, if you fail it, we'll, we'll just do it again. We'll just do it. Just keep doing it. Until, yeah. So I just rattled that in my head. Did it first time in a week. And I
0: was like, all right, cool. I'm I'm ready for cybersecurity now. So how did you feel when you started first started out in cybersecurity here? How was...
1: Um, um, yeah, no, it was a difficult one. I remember the first day, no one was in the office. So I turned up and like it was like all right be in for eight o'clock so i'm in at eight o'clock and there's no one there i'm thinking am i in the wrong place like because
0: <laughs> this one is at the farm as well. yeah. yeah so the, there's
1: a sign the, the signs out yeah, the front yeah. so i knew I, I knew i was in the right place so i'm sat there and i'm like all right what am i doing like so i'm sat on my phone i don't even know the wi-fi password do you know what i mean it's, yeah. it's in a field in the middle of nowhere <laughs> there's no there's no signal or anything so i'm like what am i doing anyway cory turns up at about half eight and mm. he's like oh because he told me the day before, your laptop's on your desk. So I was like, okay, cool. So I can get into my laptop at least. And then I was like, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, what do I want to do? Nothing. So I'm like, you, everyone's anxious on their first day. Yeah. Like, I've got nothing, nothing going on. I'm like, I need to be, I need to be busy. Yeah. I need, to, <laughs> need some sort of direction. But it took a couple of weeks to get that direction. And At which point I was like, oh, I can do this. I can do anything. Like, do you know what I mean? When you've been in yeah, the company yeah. for a little while and then you start doing the work, you feel like... You can do whatever. It's, yeah. al- it's already, like, in your head somewhere. You've been listening to conversations. But that first day where I spent the whole day doing very little, I was like, I just didn't have a clue what to expect. I don't know about other people, and but I'm sure everyone works the same way, right? You can learn, like, I don't know, maybe 20% from listening to someone else. You learn 50% from, like, studying it online, and you learn 100% through doing it. Yeah. Why would I waste time on the other stuff when I can just do it and I can just learn on the job. And thankfully, people like Harry held my hand for the first couple of months. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? He got me through it. And it wasn't like I was just... The thing is, we do consultancy, right? So you would almost expect to hire a consultant for that consultant to know what they're doing, right? Yeah. We're very, like, unique in the fact that we, we don't necessarily hire people based on what they know. We hire people based on their skills, Yeah, right? And like, with cybersecurity, it's not necessarily about having the technical knowledge, although that that was how I got my foot in the door. But more importantly, and I was talking to Connor about this yesterday, the day before, the mm. most important skill, I think, to be a consultant is your, like, how well, how good you are at talking to people, how good you are at holding your own in a conversation, yeah. because you could end up with a phone, down the other end of the phone, being a CEO, being, like, a business owner, being, like, an operations manager, someone really high up within an organisation, a big organisation, someone who wields a lot of power, and you might have to tell them, this is wrong, this, yeah. is this isn't compliant, this needs to change, and why? And if you don't have the ability to hold your own in those kind of conversations or at least have enough of an understanding about what you're talking about for them to respect what you're saying, yeah, yeah. then like everything's going to fall to pot and yeah. you're not going to be able to... Achieve that ISO twenty seven thousand and one, achieve that MDR, whatever it is that you're going for, because you can't tell people yeah. what needs to be done, right? Communication skills are like paramount in this job. Yeah, massive. Yeah. So yeah. I don't feel like you necessarily need the technical detail, but
0: if you have the communication skills, then that'll get you so much further. Yeah, I think that's what we've been saying a lot in especially me, Corey, I think even Connor, we're saying a lot that it's all about um how you can like you can talk to people, how you manage like those people, and you can then learn all the technical stuff um, while you're doing the job on the side of it. Um, 100%. But as long as you can sort of deal with customers, clients, uh, professionally, then you can actually go quite far yeah. and pick up all the technical.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, sometimes on the way. with all of the tool sets that are available today, a lot of that technical stuff. I mean, let's be honest. There's two sides of security, right? There's compliance and there's security. You can be compliant and have the worst security on the planet, and you can have great security, and you cannot be compliant. Mm. And you need to have both of those skills. But in order to be like, in order to have good security, you need technical knowledge. You need it one way or another. You need to understand what's going on. There is GPT. There is Google Bard. There is if you know the art of the Google, and this is something that in the IT world like, people know, like, it's a phrase that people use, right? The art of the Google. Being able to figure out what it is. No one knows everything.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, you don't know, you probably don't know about, you probably don't even know what Azure is, right? No, not really. <laughs> I can't
0: figure these microphones out to the camera, so.
1: <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> what I'm saying is, on YouTube. <laughs> I might know loads about AWS. I might yeah. know loads about GCP, and I might know loads about Azure, and I might know how to throw together a whole network with servers and all sorts of shit, and have it all fit together. But at the end of the day... There will be stuff I don't know. I might not know how to set up rules on a firewall or I might not know whatever the technical detail is. I have to go and Google that. I have to go and figure that out. And like someone somewhere in a forum has had the same problem that you're having before and has figured that out. And that is, in terms of what the technical stuff is, a lot of the time, if you don't know, you just figure it out. When No one's expecting you to know everything about every technology on the planet. I don't know the first thing about a lot of stuff. But I know where to start. Knowing where to start will get you as far as you
0: need to go. Yeah. Do you know what well, I mean? That's powerful, bro. <laughs> That's <felt> so powerful. <laughs> um, so let's talk about starting. A great starting point for people, because what we're trying to do in this series is get people into cyber and understand the routes they need to go in. But a great starting point is having a really good CV. Yeah. So what I'd like us to do quickly is build like a good sort of CV. Right. Um, so what should people put on um on their cv if you uh wanting to get a job in cyber security i guess like
1: looking at it from a period like from a perspective of you if you don't have a lot of let's say you have you're coming at it with a blank slate right you probably need some form of communication right yeah. so whether that's customer service even if it's I don't know, working at the tills in Tesco, something like that. The ability to communicate with people from a wide variety, wide range, do you know what I mean? People yeah, from yeah. all sorts of different walks of life. If you've got office experience, even better, because like I don't know if you've worked in many offices before this one. No. But they're all oh, they're cool. all very similar. Yeah. They're all they're all computers on desks. Do you know what I you know what I mean? <laughs> like at the end of the day, they all operate in slightly different ways, but they're very yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? You come into work, you sit down at your desk, you do your bit. Yeah, yeah. So having office experience obviously helps. Um and yeah, yeah, just having kind of a you don't necessarily need to have a lot of experience like with technical IT, but just have some sort of drive towards learning that stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like Like LinkedIn, the other day, was say I saw a post that they put on their own LinkedIn saying that they're moving away from. Don't quote me on this, um, (laughs) (laughs) but they're moving away from um, experience. uh, Sorry, moving away from certificates and moving more towards experience. Right. So instead of like they're valuing experience over certificates a lot of the time. Yeah. And you look at a lot of jobs that are available. They might ask for a certificate, but they're saying that two to four years is mandatory. Yeah. do you know what I mean like you go through a lot of jobs yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. what they're saying um, so like if you have some sort of drive to learn yourself do you know what I mean you yeah. can teach yourself anything we've yeah. got, we've all got ChatGPT we've all got YouTube these are like free like applications that are yeah. just available to go and learn whatever it is you want if you have an inkling if you want to get into IT if you want to learn go and find a course go and find go and do something yourself build a computer build a Network, yeah. go and work out how things operate on that level because at the end of the day, you don't necessarily have to say, Oh, I've got four years working in security. You can get four years experience in security without having a job in security. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people miss
0: yeah. along the way. Do you know what I mean? I feel well, like you're looking at me, can yeah, I'm like, <laughs> What? <laughs> no, you keep going. It's like I'm trying to, again, like I said, I'm trying to compute everything <laughs> you say. Because I don't know, I don't believe you're human. I reckon you're some AI, bloke, <laughs> mate, I tell you. <laughs> cool, so basically get out there, find some sort of courses to do, yeah, like On your CV.
1: find courses, find something that interests you, go and figure something, go and say, oh, how does this work? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, all of security is, all of IT is, is figuring out how stuff works. It's just engineering digitally. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: So... Um, on that note, we've got a good little course which we're yeah trying obviously. to get out yeah <laughs> plug getting good at this <laughs> 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 I don't think so um, mm. so full stack security you've been working with me a bit on that yes as well yes. Um, it's like a comprehensive course isn't it which will take you through different aspects of security um, it gives you some practical skills it's got a really good section which I think would be really helpful for anyone actually on building a CV. And then um skills in like interviews and stuff like that yeah definitely and the um, thing the
1: thing that I like the most about this course, as opposed to the other courses that, that I've done, this course teaches you how to do day to day, so like the other courses might say, "Oh, this is how you do this, this is how this works, this is how that works, this is how you write a policy, or whatever, but none mm-hmm. of them will explain the full detail of this is what your standard is. This is how you write your policy that complies with that standard. This is then how you operate that, and this is how you raise the non-conformities associated to it. And the whole process, step by step, of actually, this is what we do in our day to day. Because most, yeah. like, you get a certificate. Like, don't mean to upset anyone, <laughs> but you get like Security Plus, and it's all technical detail. And then you get into a, you, you get into your job, and you're like, okay, but how do I
0: actually put this together? Yeah. Whereas that. this is this course teaches you to put it all together. Yeah. So another key point on your CV is make sure full stacks on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry mate. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like telling you to go and learn it yourself, but there's yeah. a course that we're pushing. <laughs> no, but no, you've got a point there. You have. There's loads of things out there. Um, people might not hear about hear about our course, um, so that's why we're trying to push it out there because it's actually pretty good and it covers a lot of things and it just shows. Yeah, it's just basically what you said. It just it's it's got everything in it you need to get into cybersecurity. Give you a really good foundation yeah definitely really. and there's nothing to say that you
1: can't apply some of the principles that you learn in this course into your current job whatever yeah. job you're doing because look you can either look at your job whether you're working in whether you're pushing trolleys in tesco whether you're working in it already whether you're i don't know whether you're working in finance you are part of a business and you can if you want to start noticing how the business operates. Because security, a big part of security is understanding how how a business operates, and then saying where are the holes. Yeah. So, wh- whatever business, whatever industry you're in now, you can take the opportunity to have a look at oh, how does this all fit together? Where's what's the what's the big plan here? Where do I fit into this puzzle, and where does security apply to me? Because security applies to everyone.
0: Yeah. Like
1: everyone, in the, yeah. no one is ex- exempt from it. So how do you where you are now? How does security affect you?
0: Yeah. You got know I me? Mean? Yeah. <laughs> sweet um, right perks of your job what do you love about being here at Periculo what do I love, I love about love doing here. this bit <laughs> <laughs> um, you
1: know I like, I'm sure everyone said it but the people we just have a good bunch here
0: it's, yeah it's a great team isn't it
1: um, yeah it's a great environment to work in it's when when stuff needs to get done I I have people I can rely on yeah. which is a big thing because a lot of jobs that I've had previously I'm like something like something big happens and i'm, I'm, I'm on my own do you know what i mean mm. I've, I, you feel isolated yeah. whereas here i know that there are five or six people that i can turn to today i could walk out of this room and i could call her right now and say that we need to do this for whatever reason yeah and we'll get around a whiteboard and we'll get it done do you know what i mean
0: yeah so having that support is like massive for me nice that's great that's really good. Everyone's like, oh, was like, oh, the gym and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, he did mention the team. We'll let him off a little bit. <laughs> but he hammered me last time around on the podcast. Um, Bryn, that's great. I think that'll be a nice little chat. I think it was really useful for everyone. Like I said, I really look forward to this one. Um, we'll get out soon. Yeah, all good. Thanks, Thanks very much. very much. Appreciate it.